right i'm ready cool um okay welcome back to the still fitness podcast uh this is episode number uh not gonna lie did not think we'd make it this far thought i'll be bored by now but but no um people are enjoying it getting good feedback good reviews so we're just like i've said before we're just gonna carry on and just keep pushing um like i said in the last uh podcast we do have uh mr james sidebottom back hello hello cheers for having me again yeah it was uh we got good reviews from uh from the last episode we did together so obviously got to get you involved again and uh yeah different topic have a bit of fun and yeah, it's, uh it's good to be back yeah it should be fun um so yeah so today we're going to talk about two things um so the main the main part's going to be about uh something called a bro split so we'll get into that later uh and then the second part the final part will be sort of answering a question that i was asking for the last q a but i thought it'd be a bit better to get um someone else involved on that so it wasn't just me just chatting so that'll be a I'll say that to the end, but yeah, it was just one of the questions that was asked uh, in the last podcast. So, so yeah, the bro split. Uh, well, guess we'll chat about that first. Um, so basically, the bro split is is the, sort of an act of training where only certain muscle groups uh, are worked every workout. Um, so you'll do four or five sessions a week, and you'll eventually train every major muscle group at least once. So you'll do sort of like a Monday chest day, Tuesday arm day you'll maybe rest on a Wednesday and then back to legs on Thursday, Friday, do back and then Saturday shoulders and then Sunday rest. Um, it's, would you say it's probably been one of the, the most popular workouts, especially a few decades ago? I think it's just, it's just like a, a, a standard framework that a lot of people stick to. Um, you see loads of people doing it in the gym. Um, I mean, you do get to hit every muscle group through doing it. Um, popular with bodybuilders obviously um and i think that's kind of trickled down through to mainstream gyms um and people have been been doing it for a long time i know well me and you used to do it at some points didn't we oh yeah we loved it especially before uh, a night out arm day was was a great day <laughs> <laughs> spend an hour getting a pump and then go out um, um i think one of yeah. the re- what we're going to talk today though about the bro split is why it potentially might not be the best choice for you to train um it's 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 basically the the best way to put it is you're training a muscle group each day of the week essentially you might have two rest days things like that um and unfortunately muscles don't play by the days of the week um so if you're training your chest on a monday it's then going to be seven days really before you train it again um and one of the things is so you you know once you've trained um you get after you've trained you get doms delayed set of delayed onset of muscle soreness um lasts roughly two to three days uh, a good indicator for once for when you can train again is once these doms tend to settle away which again two to three days so that's an indicator that that muscle is ready to be trained again so if we're only hitting the select muscle once a week then we're not going to get the benefits as if we hit it twice a week. So say you hit it on a Monday, then you hit it again, maybe on a Thursday, you have twice the amount of stimulus uh, given to your muscle in that week. Um, and it, it, it allows you to, to hit it more often in the week, doesn't it? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, like 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 you've said there. I mean, if you look at it on a on a long term basis, um, bit of bit of maths for everyone out there. But uh, so yeah, like you said, so if you did that chest session twice a week, you may be getting one hundred and four growth periods um, over the course of a year. But then if you're only doing the bro split and you're only training it once, then really you're only you're only training it by fifty two. So yes, you're not like you're certainly not going to like lose muscle over the, the over the few days that you maybe rest, but you just won't pro like progress at, at your like potential at your maximum potential, I'd say. Yeah. And like if we look, if you if you're trying to train every day, you you walk into the gym and say your your average gym session lasts roughly about sixty minutes, doesn't it? Anywhere between sixty minutes, an hour and a quarter, an hour and a half, depending on what you're doing. If you're dedicating all that time to a specific muscle group, look don't just look at what you are training. Look at all the muscles you're not training in that session. Just, so if you're just yeah. training your chest on, say, on the Monday, whatever it is you're doing, you've got such a large amount of muscle mass that's going untrained for that day. Um, and like you say, it leads to sort of uh, 52 chest sessions. And that's 52 chest sessions uh, sessions a year. That's if you're not missing sessions. So the the benefit of kind of not doing the bro split and se- like selecting your training and hitting it twice select muscle groups twice a week is going to allow you to easily double the amount of uh, like say growth periods definitely um and and especially if you're if you're a beginner um or even even if you're an advanced sort of uh sort of gym goer um it, it can get a bit boring i'd say if if you're going in to train just chest you're not giving yourself an opportunity to maybe train chest but another way so maybe you're not like i wouldn't say you're going to do incline chest uh decline chest and then flat bench all in one session like if you have two sessions a week you can split it up and maybe train weak points that you believe but if you're if you're trying to squeeze it all in into one session it's it's just too much i think especially for novices yeah and it's you've also got to look at um the quality of the repetitions that you're doing so say you're say like we keep giving chest an example but let's let's move on let's use legs as an example say yes. on your on your <laughs> legs there you're you're hitting you're going squats you're going deadlifts or rdls or something then you're moving on to to sort of leg extensions leg presses things like that you have to look at the quality of the reps that you perform. So if you're getting towards the end of your session, the quality of your reps you're performing on these exercises are going to be nowhere near the the optimal amount that it could be as if you split that up into two sessions. You can have the same amount of volume that you would have in the week, just divvy it up into two sessions. It gives you that yeah. two growth periods. You're still getting the same amount of stimulus for the week. You're just splitting it up into two different things at two different uh, sessions. Um, and I think if the, the main reason we do resistance training is to increase strength um, and muscle size and things like that. Um, the best way to do that is hitting multiple times a week. Again, we keep the total volume the same. It just divvies up the amount of training. Um, yeah. And I think another big plus point of kind of training not in the bro style way is for, for people who are new to the gym, um it's about learning movement so say if you go to the gym and you're just squatting once a week and you're kind of not got the best squat you're wanting to learn and improve your technique it's going to be so much more beneficial for you to to go twice a week squatting twice a week learning that movement 
twice a week, learning the movement patterns than it is just once a week. So that's a real massive advantage of when you wanting to progress into sort of more complex lifts, maybe if you wanted to do um, Olympic lifting or if you just wanting to improve deadlifts, squats, things like that, learning the movement patterns is going to be so much more beneficial. Yeah, perfect. Um, like we're not we're not saying like it's it's like doing two sessions will double your progress, um, but it'll it'll definitely be a more of efficient way for most most lifters. Um, I mean, like especially it's always I think especially if you're if you're a newbie, like yeah, you get your your advanced bodybuilders going for this because if they're competing, they may need to sort of shape areas and improve weak points for the competitions. Yeah. But if you're a beginner like sort of i mean even push pull legs or a full body routine is easily i think the the better way to do yeah. it because imagine imagine especially after all this covid uh if you've not had the luxury of having any sort of heavy dumbbells or a heavy bench and you go in with this bro split and you try and perform like your weekly sort of reps in one session you are gonna ache for days mate yeah <laughs> like if you go in going, oh, I haven't had a bench in ages, so I'm just going to do chest for one day, you'll you'll be aching so much. If you try and go back and do the exact same thing you were doing beforehand, then you're screwed. It's as simple <laughs> as that. Like that's why we're saying like you just want to break it up. Um, yeah, especially especially with with how COVID's gone, how long this has been uh, without gyms and sort of to a lot of us heavy weights, like the bro split, I'd say is probably not the best way to start off going back uh like we discussed in like the last podcast like you need to sort of be careful with how you go in how you're gonna like approach it um so i definitely think the bro split maybe isn't the best to start with especially after coming back yeah. from covid but i think in the long run it might like yeah what we're we're not saying the bro split's like the worst worst strain we're not saying don't do it it's rubbish because yes it's got yeah. a place for specific people if you're a really competitive bodybuilder if you like if you're competing and things like that then you will require that amount of stimulus in one session for that muscle to get growth and get that adaptation but the reality is yeah 99 of us aren't those people so yeah it doesn't Definitely. make sense to to train in that in that fashion um one of the things we've been talking about sort of off the podcast as well is if you wanted to train purely for aesthetics and how you look and things yes the bro split is a good way to go you get, you can sculpt ask a sculpt in um <laughs> but you can sculpt muscles in that way and you can hit points like that um, and train things for exactly how they look. But a lot of the time when you do that, you lose a lot of sort of other aspects of training. So you lose you lose speed, you lose power a lot of the time. And things like that, we can get through athletic style training where we train sort of multiple muscle groups in one session and then repeat and repeat and repeat. Again, it comes down to sort of good programming. You've got to think a little bit more about your sessions. But a push pull yeah. legs is a really good way to start because um, you can hit, you can go push pull legs, rest, push pull legs. It's a really good way to start uh, start your start your programming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I mean, I, I mean personally, I recommend doing legs first because international chest day on Monday is is, is oh, a busy shocker. in the gym as well. <laughs> busy, busy <laughs> in the gym there. Like, but but yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I think you've hit, hit sort of the nail on the head there, like. Push, but I mean, for me per personally, push pull legs is easily 
easily the sort of the more efficient way to me and it might be to you i mean obviously we're not saying this works for everyone but it's what we've found works for us um even like so even like when we were beginning well especially when i was beginning uh, at the gym because you and the lads have sort of already been to the gym aren't you um so like with me like we're not saying so as a beginner you are going to build muscle you are going to make gains regardless like but I'd sort of say, would you say that it can be more enjoyable, the bro split? Because if you if you think about when we when we used to sort of go to the gym and just train chest, and you could sort of see your chest popping, and you could just feel it all in your chest, you'd know in your head that you've had a good workout. Um, would you say it's more fun, or would, I you, would, say would you say that the reason the reason up. why I speak for myself and probably a few others, but the reason why I enjoyed that style of training at that point in my life is because at that time I was training because I wanted to be bigger. I wanted to be sort of bigger and stronger that way. I wasn't particularly training and I didn't know as, I didn't know yeah. as much then as I do now about sort of programming and cycling and things like that. Um, and I kind of, that was what I was training for. It was to look, to look bigger and stuff. Whereas now my focus is geared completely differently. So I'm yeah, much more yeah. performance-based. Um, so my style of training has changed for that. But I, I understand what you're saying about it can be seen as a really good workout because you come out and you think, oh, my muscle's been absolutely destroyed here. It must be growing. Just because mm. you've t- torn it and you've got huge doms afterwards doesn't necessarily mean it's been a great workout. Do you know what I mean? It's better to hit it more yeah. often and get that stimulus more often than it is to just kill it all in one session. Definitely, definitely. I think as well, one of, one of the sort of, it can, be a, it can be made overly technical, but one of the easiest ways to think about how often you can train your muscles and things is the bigger the muscle, the less often um, it's going to get trained because it takes a lot longer to recover. So you think when you train your legs, it can easily take three days to fully recover. Whereas if you train your biceps, yeah. chances are they're going to recover within a day kind of thing. So think about the muscle yeah. size when you're programming your sessions. Think about those things, all things to consider. Egg. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Any other points um, you want to add? Not really. Wanna... I think it's just it's just coming back to it saying like it's we're not saying don't do it, it's rubbish. We're just saying there are more optimal ways to get more out of your training. Um, just because you see a lot yeah. of people doing certain things, doing this the bro split if you like. Um, doesn't mean that it's going to be best for you. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. So, like, you just some just summarizing. So, like, if your goal is to like experience sort of the fastest sort of progress you can make, regardless of sort of your routine, the bro split probably isn't your ideal choice, no. is it? Um, you want to go for something that does it that each muscle sort of closer to twice a week, sort of. So, doing your upper lower or your push pull legs which will be done around about four, five, six sessions yeah. a week. Um, but then if you if you simply prefer a blow split, uh, bro split, just because you find that training to be more fun and motivating then. But you've got to realize that obviously you won't build muscle as quick, maybe in the short term at least, then then go for it. Like like we've said, it's this is only our opinion. We're not saying do it. We're not saying don't do it. But do whatever it's, ever comes to you. It's just the really. fact that once you say you're working on this seven day basis, which is the bro split, you train something mm. on the first day. It's then 
by the time you've recovered, you've still got then a four day period where that muscle could be trained, but is not being trained. Yeah. That's kind of where my sort of issue with it lies is there's the, those four days after you've recovered where you could be training that muscle, but you're, you're not because you're overly training the, the other muscle groups. Um, I'd, I'd definitely say people who or at least for maybe me and others in the past, like if you're doing a bro split, you sort of, you can sort of tend to miss days, yeah. can't you? Like leg day, especially how many people do you see doing everything, but like, and that's when it comes into it. Great. <laughs> like, is if, if you divvy that up and you say, I'm going to do legs maybe twice a week, you're not, as, you're not sort of going to skip out on that session because you've not got the amount of exercise crammed into one session. You're being a little bit smarter about your training, thinking, right, what do I want to do this session? What do I want to do that next session? Let's divvy it up. Let's split it up. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, in, in the end, and it's it's just about weighing up the options, like comparing pros and cons to both, sort of, or any style yeah. of training. And it's about finding what's right for you, you isn't it? See, yeah, yeah. Just seeing what your body says to you. If, if something works, do it. If it doesn't, then... Maybe you need to adapt, or you just need to change change yeah. how you do something. But so yeah, that was that was That's basically a little short overview. Bro yeah. Um, <laughs> um. So yeah, I guess I guess we'll do we'll do the the second yeah. part then. Um. So how do you want to do this? Shall I do one? You do one? Yeah, let's, do let's that, work or... it like that. Yeah. Okay. So basically, the question was. Um, so someone asked me on Instagram do they have sort of any advice for new PTs coming into the fitness industry? I mean, I know a few guys personally who have taken this time, who, who enjoy fitness, who enjoy health and sports and things like that. And they've decided to sort of do the courses across, especially over this time, this period of time, like you've basically had like a year. So they've learned a whole new industry areas and things like that. But basically this is just going to be a little bit of advice to maybe new PTs that are coming into the industry or even PTs that are in the industry at the minute, but are maybe thinking about new ideas to do or maybe things not to do. Yeah. Um, so my first one, so this is like for your do's. So I think the biggest one in my uh, point of view is sort of to ask for help. I mean, this doesn't matter if you're a newbie or in been in the industry for ages. Like when you're starting out though, Maybe try and find someone who has experience above you. So even if it's a manager, another PT, uh, they know their way around the gyms or the health club or leisure center or whatever you're in. And just seeing sort of so you can get a feel for maybe the demographic, the sort of style of gym that this is. I mean, you should really know sort of your demographic when you're coming into it. But these people have experiences that you don't. This isn't this is just from. This isn't just from a personal training point of view. This is maybe from business aspect of it as well. Like they will have knowledge that you maybe haven't even thought of or ideas that you haven't even thought of. Like having, just asking for help, even if it's, um, even if it's just like, oh, what do you think of this idea? If they go, oh, I tried that once and it didn't work, ask them, ask them why it didn't work for them or in their opinion, why it didn't work. But if it did, you don't need to be saying, oh, I'm going to copy it make it your own like but asking for help is is definitely one of the yeah that's things that's one of my main points is don't be afraid to ask people something like one of the things i've got is yeah. ask them why ask them how come they've done this not challenging them saying why have you done that asking them in like a way yeah, to yeah. figure <laughs> out because it's 
interesting to know how other people have programmed things, how other people are designing the way they're going about things. And ultimately, all these yeah. experiences are going to make you better. Um, yeah, definitely. Another one of the points I've got is always actively look to improve yourself and the quality of the content you're going to be providing for people. So this is sort of regarding like, don't stop learning, continuously research, practicing what you preach, things like that. Um, and when we say like research, we don't mean like researching things off Instagram or going off Google. We mean like spend time looking at uh, Google Scholar articles, strength and conditioning articles, PT articles, you know, things that are science-based, things that are going to improve the quality of the things you're giving out to people. Yeah, definitely. Um, I like that. You've basically said that. Oh, I would have... <laughs> Um, I guess number, so my second one would be, I mean, when you, when it comes to PT and obviously it's different in, in each gym, um, like some PTs will be taken on and they will get their clients sort of feeded to them. Uh, but in others you've sort of, especially in pure gym, we've got to go out there and actively get yeah, our own sales. Um, so like, yeah, so, so members and clients will walk, they'll walk into the gym doors they, they want to get healthy. They want to get fitter. But they'll always have an excuse maybe why they don't need a personal trainer. Um, so you just basically try and try and find ways to sort of show off your knowledge and your skills and how it will benefit them to like overcome stuff that's like not worked in the past for them. Uh, and the better you become at sort of overcoming these problems, the easier it will be to sort of build up a schedule of clients. I mean, like all you need to do is things like asking questions. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky enough with pure gym to have like business courses and things like that. So, so we learn this stuff through them, but it's like asking questions, listen to the answers through things like surveys, just asking on the gym floor, um, little challenges and things like that. Like you want to sort of tap into their emotions and see what, what they can, what their problems are. And then you try to, you basically create a, a way of solving it for them. Like, be confident in in the knowledge that you've learned. I mean, PT and courses no, aren't aren't cheap. Definitely not. <laughs> um, you learn, yeah, you learn a lot of stuff, and then what do you think? It just goes out the window. No, you you learn this stuff, and then you show it off. You're like, I'm not going to start showing off about being like money and finance when I have no clue about accounting and things like that. But then I've learned a lot over the year and been in the business as well for nearly two years now. Like that, I can then use to my advantage yeah definitely um i think another one of the points we've got down here is this is kind of this is one that you see a lot of a lot of people doing um and it's not always the best and it's don't train your clients how you train because that's not necessarily how they want to train or in line with their goals see a lot of people doing a session themselves and then thinking oh that was a really good session i'm going to use that for my client on 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 thursday or whatever um when really is is that session going to be ideal for what they need their goals their aims everything in, in, in like that um and i think another good point to add on to that is with clients it's be flexible so sort of train the client that's in front of you not what you've designed on the program because there's going to be days where clients come into the gym and they've had a really bad day a stressful day or they've slept really badly they might not be hitting the numbers you want they might be really lethargic they might be dehydrated so be flexible be able to 
tailor and change your program depending on what you see in front of you on the day. Yeah. I mean, you always, you always want to sort of try things yourself, I think, before you do throw your clients oh, yeah. into the deep end. Because, I mean, if you can't do it, obviously there, are, there might be reasons like you maybe don't have the mobility and things like that. But if you're doing something that really pushes you as a fitness and you've got this newbie coming into the gym and you're going to try and throw them into that, then, then that just won't work. So I'd say definitely try. Do test it out first before, before yeah. you throw them into the deep end. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think another, another like don't or sort of thing to do is like, don't try not stop learning, like never stop learning, um, with the gym and the fitness industry, there's always different things. There's always new exercise routines, exercises themselves, uh, nutritional stuff like going on. There's always someone out there trying to prove that a certain type of squat is better than another squat. It just it just happens, but it makes it quite entertaining. It makes it more fun to learn. I think yeah. sometimes, like sort of, so you just want to develop your knowledge. Um, things like maybe if there's health journals, uh, fitness and health sort of conferences or seminars, or I mean, at, at the minute there's a lot of free stuff out there on Zoom. Um, but like even even like discussing things with other trainers with. Mem- well even members some members might have a yeah, yeah. have an idea but yeah you definitely never want to stop learning yeah never um and another another point really that we've got is what whatever it is, and this isn't necessarily just personal training this can be can be kind of related to anything you're doing is don't look for instant reward for what you're providing look for focus on the quality of what you're delivering, not how much you can gain in a short period of time, because that's exactly what it is. Short period of time gains. Whereas if you focus on the quality of the thing you're providing, people are going to recognize that people see the quality that you're bringing. And that is in turn going to feed itself and bring people to you. That's, that's the exact same. I mean, that's the same with just fitness in general, isn't it? Like the short games, you need to really look at the long, the bigger picture, don't you? even when you're training, like you have an idea of what you want to look like, but it's not going to happen overnight. It's the exact same with, with business and yeah. with PT in itself. Like, and, and again, like some going off that. So listen, like listen to your clients. Um, that's a massive sort of pointer to do, I think, because it, this doesn't like apply again with, with just PT and like, if you're in, education if you're a, a normal if you're a bakery i can't remember what i said what uh, is it what did i say if you're if you're uh, a bakery and someone tells you your icing's rubbish and you keep ignoring them was that it yeah you know yeah 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 if you're a bakery and your frosting's uh naff uh but you keep putting out there you're never going to get the sales <laughs> so you need to you need to listen to to what people to what people say um because if you've got if you if you've got a client who on, like if you're there just throwing stuff at them and they're going, I don't like this, but you're just not listening. Number one, they ain't going to recommend you to, to other people. Uh, they ain't, they ain't going to leave a good little <laughs> testimonial or something like that. Um, like, yeah, your, your aim is to improve sort of their, their sort of journey to, to help achieve their goals, but you need to pay attention to how they're feeling. Like even when they're, they arrive, like have, 
if you go in and they, like you've said, if they've had a long day at work and they're tired and you're there going, oh, we're going to do this mad AMRAP session, but they're going, I'm really not feeling up for it today and things like that, then there are cases where you need to listen to them and then change yeah. maybe what you had planned. Um, like if there's new, if they're really up for it and you've got maybe a sort of a simple session, then maybe you could put like a little new yeah. exercise in there to try. Um, just, but yeah, just listen to them, listen to them, what they're saying sort of on each exercise. If, cause I've had it before where some clients just, just can't do certain things. Um, this is, this is maybe mobility, fitness, or they just, they just can't get used to sort of the biomechanics of it. But if I didn't listen to them, then they're very likely to injure themselves, get bored, yeah, or just yeah. not come, not cut back. Uh, if you're there and you're going, oh, right, we're going to do a deadlift, and you show them how to do a deadlift, but then they can't do a deadlift, you can't just keep throwing them in yeah. and go, do it. You need to listen to them, and it makes them feel like they're actually valued, yeah. I think, as well. Like, if you're there and you're going, if you do a session and they've thrown everything at you, and you're basically becoming like their therapist, <laughs> but then you change your workout to sort of cater to them better the next week, then yeah, they will 100%. feel valued. Like, I think the um, one of the last the the last point we've really got is don't try to copy anyone. Um, do I mean find what yeah. area of it is, and again, not necessarily just fitness. Find whatever area it is in your specific area essentially um and focus on that like me and you are a good example of this we're both pts but we're kind of in very different aspects of the industry so i'm quite focused around strength and conditioning and performance whereas you've taken the the route of sort of fat loss and gp referral things like that so we're both we're both um not trying to copy each other we're trying to find the section that we enjoy and focusing on that and i think that's really important and once you do that once you focus on something you enjoy then it's going to be fun in it. So, I mean, your work's not going to terribly feel like work. Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, like if you, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, then, then it's, it's pretty much pointless. You're not yeah. going to put everything into it. Are you? Um, I've just thought, I've just thought, well, yeah, like oh, I've just thought in. one, one more, like make sure, make, make sure you've got time yeah. for your, like yourself. Don't, don't just think, oh, I'm a new PT in this gym. I need to get myself out there every single hour of the day. Oh, and just like blitz Take yourself. Time off. Yeah, don't do that. Like, yeah, like, I mean, when I had my interview at Pure Gym and it's been sort of told, it's been grinded into me, like, have a rest day. Don't just, like, you have a rest day from your fitness. So have a rest day from your job. Like, a normal, a normal job you have Monday till Friday yeah. and you have the weekend off, don't you? So why with, why with PT in? Should it be any different? It's a business. If you want to work, you could work the exact same structured timetable as a normal job, nine to five uh, or eight o'clock till whenever. Like you don't have to change just because we're PTs. You don't have to always be up at six in the morning to train people. Like make sure you've got time to socialize with friends, train yourself. Um, Cause otherwise yeah. you'll, you'll burn out. Be, you'll be burn flexible out so and adapt quickly. to, to oh, things yeah. in your week. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. Like, yeah, you obviously want the balance. Like, you want that balance of business and social life. But if you're just focusing on business and on the money and things like that, then then you'll yeah. just it'll just get boring. Like, hell, hell, my my boss is always like, just spend a day out of the gym where you don't want like on your rest day or something. Just don't come to the gym. 
uh, try and try and give yourself some freedom to actually yeah, have a normal it. life. It's, it's that balance in it. <laughs> which, which, at f- yeah, which at first I was thinking, oh no, 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 I want to be in the gym trying to like get as many clients. If I'm not in the gym, I'm not going to get clients. But then there's other ways of getting clients, like through social media, through things online, like having a website or whatever. Like you don't yeah. always need to be in the gym. So just there, are, I think my last one is just to make time for yourself and and definitely give yourself yeah. a little period I of think rest that's a really good point if you need it that to sort of um, make time for yourself and like again not just fitness like that's could be one of the biggest things in in as modern day life is that make time for yourself do you know what i mean have time to yourself have time to enjoy what you're doing don't don't just continuously stress and work yourself yeah. out give yourself time to rest and, and enjoy enjoy life yeah I mean, that, that's it. I mean, like the amount of people that have been working from home for like nearly over a year now, give yourself some, a, a little bit of rest periods during the day, break up your day. Obviously work hours different with every job, but give yourself some sort of time where you can just spend an hour, maybe off electronics, off your phone, yeah, yeah. go for a walk. Like a lot of it does come around to sort of the mental health side of it and things like that. But, but I think yeah, that's another that's, podcast that's we can, we can go on about. Um, yeah but yeah just no matter what it is you definitely just need to take take some time out have a little rest just so just so we're not burning out and yeah. hating hating That's life philosophical really. to end that isn't it but i know yeah that was a bit deep that <laughs> but geez over over half an hour um so yeah, yeah i think are, are we me, all done there awesome. you reckon thanks for having me on again always, yeah uh, always a pleasure yeah at this rate, it's just going to become Chris and Sido's podcast at this rate. But now, nah, mate, yeah, uh, been a been a pleasure again, again to get you on. And this 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 Hopefully definitely not. won't be the last. I'm, I, yeah. Thank you to everyone who's going to listen. Uh, we should have said it. I should have said it at the start. This is done through an app, so we're not face to face. So if the quality isn't hundred yeah, percent, we're not then, in the same room. My excuse. Um, just but, recording through an app. Yeah, we're 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 sticking to the to the laws, and uh, in the future we'll hopefully do some face to face Q and A's, podcasts, things like that, and it'll be yeah. a, a lot smoother running, I think. But but yeah, again, no, awesome. cheers, mate. Always it's been good on, been yeah. good. It's been fun. Lovely. Right. Thank you again to everyone who's going to listen. Uh, please leave any sort of feedback uh, on my Instagram yeah. or on on Sido's Sido. Oh, go on, smack your again, on Instagram out again. Uh, <laughs> at JS Performance Every Training, time. Uh, on Instagram. Um, if you've got any feedback, just hit me up. Yeah, just we're, we're open to suggestions for any sort of future podcast that you might want us to do. Any Q&As, questions, yeah. just throw them in. And, uh, but yeah, today, yeah, awesome. I, think, I think we're done now. And yeah, time to go, Make time, some time time to go relax. Cool. Right. I will. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. I will. <laughs> right i will see you later mate uh and see uh well this will be released on friday and then yep. we'll have another one next friday so see you later